Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please get in touch with your survivor stories or thank you letters. You can reach us at contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lane underscore UK. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. So the level of stigma that still surrounds men and showing emotion or vulnerability is staggering. Suppressing and smiling through it can lead to disaster. It happens every day and it is so important to check up on your friends even when they are seemingly fine. This is a really, really important subject and today I am joined by the incredible Josh Berry and we are discussing all this and more. Okay, so it is 2014, September big month always bring it back to myself because I had just graduated drama school and I was like wow I'm gonna be famous so soon it's not even funny cut to (laughs) (laughs) but it is 2014 September and we are at the Reading Hexagon which is a lovely venue if you've ever been there it is in fact in the shape of a hexagon that's the title but here we are. It is September. We are in Reading. It is the Hexagon. And in this moment, Josh, why do you think you've got no friends? Can I just can I just ask? What? <laughs> you you are famous now. Just to just to I'm to famous. Your... I I think I'm famous by association. Okay. Well, but that's fair. I think I realized that for a very long time I was desperately grappling for an identity and I was like, maybe my identity can be someone famous's sister. Well, did well off it. I mean, (laughs) I started my career doing impressions. So that's exactly the same thing. So, yeah, potato, potato. Just just, just let me, let me sort of 
Trojan, I'll just sort of shoehorn my way into yeah. someone else's fame. Or, Lovely. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> this, 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 so this moment mm-hmm. is, okay, so my, this, yeah, this isn't very, I know that some people come on here and talk about rehab or Tom Lucy speaks about, you know, um, yeah, what that, did he speak about? His that mic really, that, he got really vulnerable with us. Oh, God, it was such a nightmare. <laughs> my, my fucking mic wouldn't fucking work. <laughs> oh, Jack Whitehall, have I mentioned that I occasionally do? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, oh. no, Tom is a wonderful player. He's a wonderful, um, Tom Lucy. seeing life. Tom Lucy. I should stress. Love you I very, very stress. much. Um, <laughs> Reading Hexagon. So, Reading Hexagon, yeah. sorry, yeah. So my, um, I'll, I'll set the scene. I was, I was 18 years old. Um, mm-hmm. My brother is performing in a uh, production of Oliver. That's at the hexagon. So he's so there's like a six and a half year age gap between me and my brother. So. I want to go. Is he older or younger? Because that makes a very big difference about who he's playing in Oliver. He was Oliver. Oh, lovely. And he was the big cheese. Yeah, because he, he could really... be. He could be Bill Sykes. Yeah, if he was yeah. Older. He could have been. But no, but he was. Um, he was the big. Oh, yeah. He was like eleven and a half. Is that right? Yes, around that eleven, twelve. It's prime age um, playing Oliver. Exactly, and he. And I remember like being like, you know, oh, drama, but, which is weird given that I've become a Oh, what a lot of bollocks, drama, oh, acting, oh, 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 I'm a fest, oh, oh, get over yourself, I'm mate. I'm too good for that shit, I'm too odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember going to watch him and, um, yeah, just as soon as he stepped on stage, just being really, it feels almost kind of embarrassing, but just just crying because I was, oh. I felt so like proud of my brother. Yeah. And... Even though I find I found that quite kind of cringe, like the idea that, but I was like, and that, uh, yeah, it was like quite a big. It wasn't something I was expecting to do, mm. and I remember just being very kind of, yeah, very moved by him, you know, in, in, in on, on the stage. I love that. I really love that. I think that's so sweet because it is like weird with moments like this that you sort of you know it's happening you know what it's going to be you know what oliver is we all we all know yeah, what oliver is you're like yeah, yeah, yeah i'm prepping myself for where is love but <laughs> 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 big show stopping number <clears throat> but then it happens and it's and it's really weird how this thing suddenly descends on top of you and you're like oh my god and then you can't control it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. did you have that thing um uh I've had it twice. First time I was seeing Warhorse in the National when I was about 17. And, um, you know, when you're trying so hard not to cry that you, like, keep it here and then if you let it out, you go... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's never good. That's never, and, <laughs> and the people around you go, for fuck's sake, trying to watch a fucking puppet, you dick. <laughs> that's so British, that, isn't yeah, it, yeah. as a reaction? Like, oh, God, it's so oh. emotional. Oh, Jesus. Because, you know, crying such a vulnerable emotional yeah, thing yeah, and it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. embarrassing. And then that's yeah. even more, you know, you can, you can be like a sort of majestic crier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a sort of, oh. yeah, 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 like yeah, that's yeah. something quite noble about that. A bit of a smug but cry. But I'm, I'm not really. I don't think I'm a very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, like, but that, that is the best crying. That is, that's the authentic crying. I think that crying when you're Jenny crying and you can't control it. Mm. And you know it's coming, you know it's coming, you want to stop it, that's the best crying. Not for the person who's living it, but mm. for if some if you're witnessing it, God, I would have I would have been watching you instead of Oliver. <laughs> I would have been going, God damn, look at that raw emotion. <laughs> really? <laughs> look, I am so moved. Fuck that. What's happening? Really? You, yeah. so you like to watch that. I just think it's really beautiful. No, I agree. I think maybe there's something, there's some sort of problem in me that I find that kind of thing um maybe sort of slightly uncomfortable. I think most normal people do. Mm. It's just that 
<laughs> because <laughs> so weird. <laughs> no, I think that's no, but it's like it's one of the things that unites us as human beings, right? And I'm yeah. sort of like, oh god, oh no, let's not think about that. Mm, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, that's that, it's a good thing. I think it's a good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I do find it kind of slightly uncomfortable. Mm. Maybe it's a very... That's British, though. I don't know. I think it's Britishness. I think it's also to do with the fact that um, we as a society for the last how many hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, <laughs> thousands of years, um, <coughs> have gone, men, no, mm. no crying for you. Yeah, right. There's a, so much more of a stigma, and I think that's a really... And also at 18, 18, which is, time, which is the biggest time for not crying as a boy. Yeah, do you, do you think? I think that that's just like... And I like the fact that it's really stuck out as a memory for you, because I think... In, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems that it was unexpected, an unexpected mm. reaction, and so therefore it's kind of lodged itself as like a kind of core memory in our nervous system, which is really lovely. Yeah, I think, well, I think kind of a theme in my life is that um, I'm very good at kind of conveying emotion honestly with women, but I've always struggled with men. I've always struggled yeah. with the like kind of primary male relationships in my life to sort of be... You know, it's it. I, I don't know. It feels weird to. It's not weird because I do. It feels. There's a bit in there. Have you seen the boy? What is it? The boy, the horse, the fox, and the mother. Oh no, or I something? can't. I can't look at it because I know if I do, I'll never stop looking at it. Yeah. And then I'll forever be you and Oliver just crying like yeah. that. And I'll have to get. Oh, we'll just have to put her away again. <laughs> oh, she's lost it again. <laughs> but there's but there's a bit in that where he's that it's written something like. Oh, sometimes it can be hard to tell people that you love them, but you know. <laughs> Maybe just say that you're happy that everyone's here or something. And I just remember like reading that and be like, God, that's that feels so like my experience of emotion when it comes to like other men. Even though I want to do that, it feels so like, yeah, so vulnerable and so uncomfortable. But of course, it is important like to do that, I think. Do you have bucket lists for the year? No, I don't. Oh. No, I try to. This is so wanky, and I'm, you know, a real cynical person. So I, I don't know why I do this. If there's but one place and... to wank, it's right here, honestly. <laughs> but I mean that emotionally. If there's one yeah, place sure, to emotionally sure, wank, sure. Um, I <clears throat> no, I just try and. I mean, I just try and start the year with like a, a word that I want to sort of. No, that's great. Just, like setting yeah. an intention of us. Yeah, sort. yeah, I guess so. So like consistency is the word. I there want is. To Love, that is a beautiful word, consistency. Mm. Do you know what? Because when I saw The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe when I was 12 years old, about the white witch, I remember it was one of the most intelligent things I've ever said in my goddamn life. I said the worst thing you can do as a parent is be inconsistent about the white yeah. witch. And remember yeah. being like... <laughs> I, lo I, sorry, I love that that's your point of attack on the white witch. You're like, oh, God. So inconsistent. <laughs> All the fucked up chefs, but she well, she just wasn't emotionally available. She really wasn't. Because so, one, she love bombed him. She love bombed him, and then he asked for more Turkish delight, and she shut him down. Mm. And I was like, inconsistent, inconsistent. Yeah. That's that. Out, out of all of this, yeah. out of all the people being turned into ice or stone or whatever they were. I th yeah, I think it's ice. Is I it think. ice? Oh, that's. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say when the sun comes out, but it doesn't because Aslan's not there. Um, <laughs> You've got some very good knowledge of land. I mean, I, I'm really sort of scraping the bottom of my yeah, yeah, yeah. reserves as far as. Don't worry, I have I have bucket loads. <laughs> I'm happy to share. But um, <laughs> out of all that emotional trauma that's going to come out of the fact that they lived in Narnia for a good 25 years and then came back, you know, and had to be back in World War Two, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the most emotionally damaging thing about that was the inconsistency of the word mm, which. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's that's the worst thing. I mean, that's the worst thing. Seem, that is yeah, worst. The worst thing a parent can be, you know, murder. Fine, like, fine, fine, fine. Consistency. Fine. At least be a consistent murder. Yeah, yeah. But don't like dabble in it. And then no, come back. yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of so I think, cons- but my point is, you know, like <laughs> consistency yeah. is a very beautiful, is a very very wonderful thing to do, because. I think it takes a lot of work to commit to something and I think it's very easy to be very excited by something initially and then to let it fall by the wayside when yeah. it doesn't produce that instant gratification mm. or the, the, the fruits of what you want immediately. So mm. I think consistency is a really good spreadable butter to put across your year. Yeah, I think because the thing, yeah, energy and interest will take you not very far. I think <laughs> I, I kind of, I felt like I learned last year. It's like, well, oh, I like this idea. I like this idea. And it's like, yeah, but you have to like commit to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, drudgery. Yeah. You, and really, like, you have to commit to the shitty parts of it, which is so, so annoying. Yeah. But, um, but it's good. I mean, you know, it's like, that's kind of what makes it worth working for. I always feel like, you know. Yeah, like, 100%. Because it is hard. Yeah. But it yeah, also yeah. like, once you've done it, you're like, wow, this is really cool. And I'm proud mm. of this. Otherwise you just, yeah, you wouldn't feel proud of it, I guess. No, if it all came like super, super easy, you'd just mm. be like, well, this is weird. I wouldn't trust it. Right, right. If the mic cord come, didn't come out, you'd be if like, this has come too cord... easily. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you've got to, you know, like, you've got, to, you've got to push up the mountain and you don't want to just be at the top all the time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you've got to be in the middle. Who is that? I'm, it sounds a bit more like Frank Spencer. I'm, I'm not doing Tom Lucy. I don't know. Paul Chocolate keeps coming to my mind, but he sounds nothing Paul like that. <laughs> no, but there is something a bit like, I don't know what it, who it is. But... So, since the moment 2014, because obviously age yeah. 18, and that is, my little brother is 18, mm. and he cried. I looked over at him at Jamie's wedding, and he was in floods. And it's the, I think it's one of the first times I've ever seen him cry. Mm, mm. And he was, and he wasn't being ostentatious about it. He wasn't like turning around to show everyone how the tears coming mm, down his face, mm, which I 100% would have done. Mm. Look at how moved I am by this event. But it is now 2023, so it's near 10 years later. Mm. How do you think the attitudes surrounding men's vulnerability and emotional availability has changed? Do you think mm. it's different to how it was? back then yeah i do think that i think it's i think we're in an interesting time at the moment for for masculinity in general and that if i might just shoe one in my talk um th- this is what i'm <laughs> this is what this I'm why trying you're to, here yeah of course, of course. <laughs> um no but this is what i'm trying to talk about in the tour show that i'm doing at the moment it's like you know there's it feels as though kind of around that time, around 2014, maybe slightly afterwards, it felt like we were sort of deconstructing masculinity a lot, mm. which was good because men were doing a lot of bad things that, you know, weren't checked, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And so that was really important. But it, but, but then, you know, like, the timeline in my head is that, you know, people like Robert Webb, like, wrote that book, like, How Not to Be a Boy. And then I remember seeing him on panels being like... Um, they were like, Robert, what do you think of toxic masculinity? And he would be like, well, I don't actually think masculinity has anything good to do with it. So I'm not even going to talk about toxic masculinity because I think masculinity is bad necessarily. Holy hell. And I think that's, that's, you know, that's led to this kind of like, like, like nuking of masculinity, which Mm. then, and in that vacuum, it allows people like Andrew Tate and, you know, these dodgier role models to kind of come in. Mm. And Mm. that's, 
concerning because like I think there are good things about masculinity and I think we need to reconstruct it rather than just be like there's nothing good to do with this well this is exactly it it. and I often find that this is the case with like a really strong like pendulum um, swing Mm. that it goes Mm. that it goes there is nothing good to do with masculinity and that's obviously bollocks because we would never if anyone went there is nothing good to do with femininity there would be Mm. there'd be a fucking protest and rightly and right yeah right you're right and i think it is this um when there is that so much space for people to just wander into that echoey chamber of Mm. nothingness Mm. it is when people like that arrive yeah Um, and and i guess kind of what i find frustrating about a lot of the discourse about andrew tate is that andrew tate is a dreadful man spreading horrible ideas to vulnerable young men yeah but unless we deal with the problem of disenfranchised vulnerable young men who are isolated and isolating themselves like how are we gonna stop future andrew tates from existing right like it it seems like such a like such a kind of unacknowledged point in that conversation oh my god standing ovation for tom, <laughs> tom berry josh berry tom, tom berry tom, tom berry, berry is my brother-in-law sorry it's me josh. and tom lucy together yeah. just... <laughs> my perfect combination <laughs> what's the deal when you're crying at your brother's oliver show you know what's that all about you didn't cry at the <laughs> josh berry standing ovation for josh berry on that statement that is fucking fabulous you're absolutely right Absolutely right. We could end there. It'd be Britain's best episode we've done. But I do, yeah, I don't know. I do feel like quite, I think I've also, like, I've always been quite um, an emotional man who maybe Mm. I wouldn't say I necessarily, like, fit into a lot of the kind of stereotypical masculine traits. But I'm not not a man either. Like, I feel very much like it. And I I think, like, I don't know. I, I just think it's important that we can kind of, have a, an ongoing conversation about what it is to be a man and, and kind of, and it's really important just not to shame people in that process because, yes, because I, I feel like the, the appeal of someone like Andrew Tate is that he's ba- basically like the world is saying to young men, you know, in the face of like sexual rejection and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like the world is saying you need to change because they do, right? Like yeah, it, it's yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's everyone's path on the route to becoming a good person involves that yeah. Andrew Tate is basically putting an arm around them and saying hey man yeah. you don't need to change it's the world that's fucked up yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. fine yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think that's the that's the issue yeah know? um I think it's difficult for young men who are sort of coming up now who um you know uh this sort of immediate blame without them having done anything yet um and I think it's quite I don't know, you know, it's like young teenage boys who are just sort of just discovering stuff mm. to be told or like to to be told already that they're wrong mm. without mm. without any knowledge of what is wrong mm. or what, you know, or, of any actions they may have done. And so, yeah, to have someone going to have this arm of support, like you said, an arm around them is such a good way of putting it. I think it's really comforting and it's very easy to then just fold into that and be like, mm. oh, God, there's someone who understands me, mm. even though, of course, they don't. Yeah, because, th- yeah, and I, but, but I think, you know, there are ways of us creating male role models that do that, that aren't Andrew Tate, that kind of yeah. encourage and support young men to kind of develop Can you think of any good habits. ones? Who does who? Gabble me. Matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's the point here. I'm Me, it's me. I'm the person to do that. No, but... <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. Um, no, but, you. no, but like... Um, I, I think his name is James 
Melville, I, I, maybe I'm, I hope I'm not getting that wrong, that, but a, a columnist in the Times wrote this whole mm. thing about that, and he was like, there needs to be a sort of, he's like, I'd much rather be a sort of rye beta male than a, than a sort of alpha boar. Uh, and he was like, there needs to be some sort of like beta male, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like someone 100%. who's like a role model for young men. So, yeah, I don't know exactly who or, or what that is necessarily, but I think, yeah. um, I don't know. I think athletes are often quite a good reference point. That's a good, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I guess that's maybe a more alpha thing. But like Andy Murray, I think I, I mean, I love Andy Murray so much, <laughs> and I just can't express enough how much I think he's great. Yeah. And he's great at like crying in public and showing his emotion, and yeah. you know, and he's just very kind of authentically himself. And I mean, I wouldn't say he's a beta male, no. but but uh, yeah, I think there are. Well, he beats people. Model. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. oh, she's so fucking clever. <laughs> um, when when this happened at the theatre all those years ago, mm. um, did you feel like people were looking at you? Did you feel in some way like exposed and really vulnerable? Like no, I actually felt completely alone. Isn't that so in the in even though people were around me, I just sort of felt like it was a really kind of private experience yeah um yeah kind of almost between me and my brother I guess but I yeah it's weird because I think when you say to someone how much you love them or how proud you are of them like Mm. they don't necessarily I don't know because it's such like an emotive thing I find it very difficult to believe when someone says that to me yeah well but I think maybe there is a bit of that in all of us right so when someone says that you're sort of a bit like oh the uh, and and I guess as a comedian, like I'm constantly used to like a very obvious feedback loop in terms of whether I'm doing my job properly, which is like oh, yeah, laughter, 100%. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, whereas when you're saying something emotive, it's very different. Like you don't actually see how that's registering with someone. Yeah. Because it kind of will stick with them for longer, right? Then uh, jokes are very like now. They're very like in the in, in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. something emotive like that, it can kind of you know you'll remember that for a long time. Yeah. But but yeah, I find it a kind of. But again, it's not that instant gratification thing of seeing yeah. them like dissolve and like have this like glow of light around them as they. You, yeah. you, you don't see it happen, but you don't know how much it's affected a person in such a positive way. Yeah, of course. Like that. And maybe that's also like I don't know. Maybe from the perspective of the giver, that's my own shit in terms of like. I need to be reassured that when I tell other people I love them, they don't think it's weird or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a very different type of expression of something. Yeah, yeah. Um, does he still, is he still playing Oliver? <laughs> he's still acting, yeah. He's doing, he's doing, like, he's going up to the fringe actually this year, which is cool. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the, with the extra footlights, I think. Oh, um, shit, boy. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he's doing, he's doing loads of, like, plays and stuff. So hopefully, you know, he breaks it into the big time. Do you find it um, maybe easy isn't isn't the word, but do you do you feel like you have the space to be emotional, open uh, and open with friends, family, you know, mm. near strangers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I think um, I think I've always been pretty self aware. I'm always and I'm pretty good at navigating my own emotions. I would say. I mm. think my. Yeah, and I think also, crucially, my girlfriend would agree with that, which is good, because mm. I think um, she's a more competent judge of that probably than I am, because she sees it. Have you, have you heard of Matthew Hussey? Yes, I yeah, have. Yeah, he's, he's great. That was all I had to say about that. But he's just, he's Does really, he... he's a really good relationship man. Oh, is he? Oh, oh yes, I've seen his. Yeah. Yeah. Do he's, you... he's got a girlfriend, unfortunately. <laughs> 
Um, uh, she's a hunter, right? She's a hunter. Yeah, me. We could hunt. <laughs> yeah, hunt, hunt her down. No, no, no. Don't put that in. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Like, do you find it easy to communicate with your girlfriend? To like... yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I definitely do. I have my best friend. I'm very, we're very good at kind of talking about stuff, and he's very yeah. supportive. I think it's yeah. I sort of second guess myself quite a lot of the time, and mm, mm. find often that like I'm very good at kind of post um, event justification. Mm. So like you know, obviously something will happen, and then I'll be like, oh well. Um, you know, I'll convince myself into thinking something that I don't actually think or feel. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, and the friends around me are good at kind of calling me out on that. And <laughs> I think that is the most important thing is, you know, I've definitely had periods in my life where I've been a bit more isolated, for sure. Um, and that's really bad for me. Like, I, that, uh, it's bad for anyone, I think. Humans mm. are social, even if you're introverted. Humans are social beings, right? And yeah, I think... Like penguins. Yeah. And a dolphins? 100%. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I feel in a better place with that. I feel much more sort of supported than I than I used to because I have, I'm very lucky to have a very good sort of network of friends who are, yeah, yeah, really, really kind to me and uh, and kind of understand me. Yeah, which I think is so so important. Um, I think for a lot of us, we kind of um, shove ourselves into a category or mold ourselves to the people that we are surrounded by, um, even mm. if it's not best serving us. And we kind of just convince ourselves that this is really healthy and the best thing for us when mm. actually it's not. And it mm. does take, um, I think a fair amount of time to understand that you're not going to fit into every single dolphin pod as happily, mm. um, as a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like, that's true of like, yeah. um, I don't know, like if I look at my, you know, my really good friends who I've known for years mm. or the people I've known from university or people I've known from when I was a kid and stuff. Mm. There is that sort of like tacit understanding that, you know, they're like, okay, well, we just care about you for you and yeah. however you want to present or whatever you're going through or whatever, that's that's great and that's fine. And, and you kind of just feel that from a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 100%. And I feel like maybe, you know, your early 20s can sometimes speak about maybe working out who... Who oh, is yeah. and who isn't that? Oh, to fucking minefield. Um, yeah. That was my late 20s. Really? Literally, it was like last year. <laughs> it was like literally last year when I was a floundering little fucking clown. But it's, but it's difficult, I think, because, you know, yeah, I guess you've got to be a really good judge of character. And it's very easy to be kind of, you know, to think that a certain person's kind of right for you who isn't or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you sort of like, I don't know. Grow, for me, growing up in an all-girls boarding school, I definitely, like, mm, was mm. just... Had zero sense of self. Mm. Zero sense of self because you had to jam yourself into um, a group of people. And if you didn't do that smoothly and um, nicely, then you would be fucking tortured. Mm. So I left there being, like, how do I... Anyone that I came across, I was like literally like a sort of amorphous blob. Went and mm. now I'm this thing. I mean, within mm. reason. If I came across a Nazi, I wouldn't do that. But sure, like, sure. Um, <laughs> like, but most sort of generally okay functioning humans, I would just like I, I had zero sense of self. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that one because I think if you repress your sense of self for long enough, it can be hard to genuinely like rediscover that all right yeah. or rediscover your emotions yeah 100 percent. or realize that your needs and values actually exist and they mm, matter mm, 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 and mm. they're valid and you can't I, I don't know i don't think you can cheat that i no. think i've definitely spent periods of my life sort of feeling like i could cheat um feeling 
because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd rather just not cause a fuss or exactly, like, yeah. keep harmony or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can't. Like, you are going to have emotional reactions to oh, things. But it's difficult. Close. That's really difficult to, like, be like, yeah, it's I'm going to be irrational sometimes. Oh, and... it's so bad. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I, I still hate it. Yeah. And I'm still fucking up in that in that yeah. realm. Yeah. I'm still going, even when someone really upsets me, I'm yeah. still going, oh, but it, no, I, I'm sorry to you. Yeah, even yeah, though... yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you were, you know, speaking to any young men who mm. are struggling to be emotionally vulnerable, you know, um, are ashamed of voicing their needs or their feelings, mm. any of it, is there anything that you would, any advice that you would give to them or anything that you would say to them and to encourage them to be able to do that? Yeah, I think, well, I think probably two things. I think the first thing is it is important just to, you know, a, a lot of things that feel unnatural when you haven't done them very much mm -hmm. and, and flying hours matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, to use like a stand-up metaphor, like when you first start doing stand-up, you're incredibly uncomfortable because it's it's unnatural as hell, right? Yeah, it's almost. And then years go by and, you know, you start to become a little bit more relaxed and then eventually, hopefully, you get to a stage where you're just yourself yeah, on yeah. stage or the, the version of yourself you want to present. Um, and so I think... The more you do it, the better you'll become at it, the better yeah. you'll become at navigating your emotions. I think a lot of young men, and I definitely do this as well, like, you know, it's, it's easy to run, isn't it? Like, it's easy to not confront the problems you have. 100%. And, you know, you've, you've, you've got to do it sooner or later. I think that would be the kind of, the advice that I get, you know, it's like you can choose to kind of confront it now and live a freer life. Ooh, um, or, you know, you can let it eat you for a while and use alcohol and drugs or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm saying that without, um, I definitely don't get it right. I mean, you know, I think I probably drink a bit too much um, and can see myself kind of avoiding problems that I have. I think mm. we all do it. And I think you, mm. I think, and the second point is, you got to surround yourself with people that really know you and really care about you because yeah. they'll call out those behaviours and yeah. call out, you know, like, you know, probably most people's mums are pretty, know you probably better than, than, than you know you, right? And you would hope that someone like that could kind of be the kind of route into emotional articulation. But yeah, yeah. I, those, those two points I'd say are pretty. Yeah. Um, there was something you said there that was really, really great and I'm just trying to remember what it is. Was it about drugs and alcohol? <laughs> um, uh, oh yes, that's it. Um, yeah, I think the the what is it? Flying hours was that the expression? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. such a great way of doing it, um, explaining it, because um, the only way that we can really uh, expand our emotional boundaries or expand or be able to, because um, 
the, the neural elasticity of our brains, be able to change that, be able to rewire our brains is be, is by doing things that are outside of our comfort zone and actually mm. feel quite wrong. Mm. Um, so, it, it, and I've ex- said it on this podcast before, for me, my, my, um, Biggest, biggest struggle is confrontation. Mm, I cannot. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Match me in heaven. <laughs> There's like, it's, I, I can't, I find it so difficult. Mm. Um, and even though I know that if I did um, confront someone on their, about their behavior, it would be done with a lot of love and care. Mm, I still mm. avoid it and I still, mm. um, and then, um, and then when they confront me about my shit, as like a normal person would, yeah. I go like, yep, yeah, but then feel this deep fucking anger that I'm like, yeah, oh, you yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. fucking tell you when you did that thing that really hurt me. Yeah. Um, and it is only by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and by going, by saying things. And because I am always assume that if I say to someone, hey, that, that thing that happened, that really upset me. Mm. Um... I assume that people will go, well, fuck you then. I don't need you in my fucking life, you mm-hmm. fucking dick. And also you've done this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I'll yeah, get yeah, all yeah. the shit that I've done listed in front yeah. of me. And then I'll implode. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I assume that's going to be the reaction. And 99% of the time, if you are communicating with a good and measured person, that will mm. not be the reaction. Cool. And it is only since being able to go to trusted friends, hey, this thing you did, and have the thing come back of an apology and... Um, you know, someone go, oh, I'll, I'll try and do different. I'll try and be different in future. Mm. Or, you know, I, I'll mm. try not to do that. Mm. And you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Yeah. And also there's like just the elastic band has been pulled. Yeah. Might get snapped back, but it's just that little bit more each time. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's just getting sure. a little bit more stretchy. Yeah. I'm so aware I have such fake tanned hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like a wildly different colour to my face. <laughs> sorry. Oh, well, I've only just noticed now. I'm really sorry that I just brought it up. God, they really are very fake tanned hands. <laughs> No, you said that. My little brother, my little brother at the rehearsal dinner came up and went, huh, nice gloves, Em, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried, I cried. That's how much I was. Sorry, we're talking about something really great. No, but that's, um, that's really interesting. I think, I think it's true. I think, yeah, most people, I don't know, well, probably most of your friends, right? You probably, they probably mostly have good intentions. Yeah. Right? At this stage... And if they don't, then you don't fucking need them. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think... I don't know. I think most things that upset us, like, from people we care about, it hopefully is with enough... Like, if you can understand it, then I feel like often you can kind of forgive it, right? And I Mm. I feel like Mm -hmm. if I look at times when friends have upset me, it's probably mostly been... yeah, I, I can I can get it, and so it's like cool. I can yeah, 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 yeah. Forget that, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And an apology really does go a long way. It really, I think an apology can be a really, really beautiful thing when it's done with a lot of sincerity. And mm. because we all fuck up all the time, and um, I have for so long assumed that I was the only one fucking up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, um, but that's a very normal pattern for yeah, someone yeah. who is doesn't like conflict. Crazy. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> No, no, no. That's um, for someone who doesn't like conflict. You immediately, I think I came to discover that it's this codependent thing as well of going, Mm. if I accept all the responsibility, if I carry it, then um, I can control it. I can control how this unfolds rather than giving it to someone else and then not being able to control their reaction and not making Mm. sure it's all okay. Mm, mm, Because mm, mm, making sure everything is all okay is just like how I've lived for the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. (laughs) 
No, but it is, and that, that really kind of thing can eat, eat away at you, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, so we talked um, a lot about um, Tom Lucy. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, as, as he requested yeah, before as he, the podcast. Yeah. So annoying. He's waiting outside the door. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Have you done the mark bit yet? <laughs> there he is, he's outside. Have you done the mark bit? I was hoping you might do that, but... <laughs> Um, um, but we talked a lot about um, different parts of stuff, but, but we've kind of also sort of covered it because I think the things that you've said are actually really, really wonderful characteristics in a person. But what are the things about you that you genuinely cherish and really, really love about yourself? I know oh. this is such a difficult question. Everyone fucking hates it. Yeah. Um, what do I... What, like, in a kind of, in a, like, a friendship sense, you mean? Like, just in a way that... Um, I think a lot of the time we have these parts of ourselves that we've always, that have always been in there and they're really great and wonderful things but we don't acknowledge them because they've always been a part of us mm. and then it's actually kind of wonderful when you take a step back and go, oh, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm really, I'm a really kind person mm, mm, mm. Um, or I'm really hardworking mm. when that's, and you sort of don't acknowledge it and no one else acknowledges it because mm. it's just always been there that's just who you are mm. um and i think it's uh, it's really lovely to kind of just pinpoint those things about yourself and go yeah i may sometimes i may really fuck up but um uh i'm actually i think i'm i'm really brave or mm. you know something mm. like that yeah i'm definitely not brave <laughs> uh, it's all right I only think... a few of us can be yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's not my bur- that's your burden um, okay. Are you a Hufflepuff? I fucking hope not. I really hope not. I sometimes Hufflepuff do, are the all-rounders. Um, no, no. Hufflepuff's the shithouse. Everyone knows that. You're not a Hufflepuff, surely. No, I'm a diehard Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, nice. You can read that and fucking mile off. I did a poll on my Instagram story because I feel like it's like, it's not really about what you think you are, right? It's what the world says you are. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually at the wedding I said I'm, 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 because on, on my thing it said fail save Gryffindor obviously. And um, and I went, oh, and Phil saved Gryffindor, and the person next to me went, that's such a Slytherin thing to say. And I literally, I know. No. And I nearly cried. No. <laughs> Do you know some Slytherin? I mean, we all know I know, Jamie's, my brother, Jamie, he's a Slytherin. Do you think? Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with being a Slytherin. They are just ambitious. Just uh, okay, ambitious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing, they are not all racist. <laughs> they are but not. all the racists are Slytherin, right? Like, yes, like, that's the annoying not thing. Not Slytherin's racist, but all racists are Slytherin. <sighs> Maybe a bit in Ravenclaw as well, you know. Hundred percent. Little bit. Not a single Hufflepuff though. You ain't getting no racist in Hufflepuff. Do you not think? Do you not think they'd say like maybe slightly racist stuff, but it would be like well-meaning? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when sometimes I think they would say it without knowing what it meant. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not because they're no, stupid. You know, like you know, like um, you know, like with like certain like aspects of, of woke thought someone might yeah. make a kind of progressive left-leaning point yeah but they'll do it in a way that uses language that isn't sort of perceived yes yeah to be that's woke. a very hufflepuff thing to do, do you know what i mean that's it's very like, so they're not racist because they actually yeah. they mean really well yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah they haven't expressed it in a way that's sort of you know good for the time all the codependents are in hufflepuff I yeah do you want to do you want to know what my followers think you are Hogwarts housewives. No, can we do this? Oh my god, can we? This is really fun. Do you follow? Wait, about me or about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people be like, who the fuck is that? No, no, no. It's just your vibe. It's just like, okay, you ready? Oh no, because I'm gonna get fucking slithering. No, you were, you were okay. Right, pick a nice pose that you want to do that is gonna. Wait, sorry, I need to just do like a once. Wait a second, fine. 
God, my the veins in my head look so prominent. I've got a vein directly down the middle. That's <laughs> good. Apparently I've, it means I've, I've a cover. So many. Apparently it means you're a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, I'm here to ask you. Dot, dot, dot. This is one of my favourite games to play. This is amazing. I'm so excited. I did this in the pub last week. It was absolutely great. Um, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for the photo? Sorry, I'm turning around. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Nice. Okay. This shirt is so fucking Hufflepuff. Mm. Well, I didn't want to say, but... Okay, let's write the poll. Which Hogwarts house... I can guarantee, guarantee. Is this lady in? This <laughs> lady, I've just met her. Why well, didn't want to? Is that <laughs> what, girl? I, it's a minefield. Supple young stage. woman. <laughs> this, yeah, <it's> a... <laughs> <laughs> what house would a supple young woman be in? I'm going to say Ravenclaw. I think Slytherin. That's up on the story. So at the, one, at the end of the episode, we can ask people. Okay. But wait, sorry, you 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 asked me a question. I feel. Oh, like, oh. you said the wonderful things about yourself that you really like and I said maybe you're a Hufflepuff and you said Christ I hope not oh, yeah, and then we went on a yeah. ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really have not a Hufflepuff yeah. I, I think um, well I could say what other people so my, yeah my girlfriend would say that she thinks that my um, sensitivity is my greatest strength and uh, weakness as well Oh, well, I, I would say it's my way. I think she thinks it's a strength, which is which is nice. I think probably that. I'd say I have a good heart. Um, I can read that. I can read that. It's glowing. <laughs> it's glowing like a tin man. I when he gets it, the heart. I'm quite thoughtful as well. I think I, I think a lot about the people that I love. Um, so yeah, probably that. Oh, I agree. Those stuff. are such lovely ones. Well done. Well, who knows if it's true or not? But I think standing ovation <laughs> one more time. Have I been? That makes me feel like I'm being a pick me boy. You know, one of those like. Or just like you putting know, like, all the buzzwords I in guess, there. I guess my best friend is my mum. <laughs> one of those. You're like, oh, if anyone well. says that, they want to fucking punch me. That must face. be quite a big hinge prompt, no? I love, I'm making a series at the moment, which I'm very excited to post, which is um, I'm screenshotting all the brilliant hinge responses I get. Oh, good, 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 good. And I'm going to put them in a, like a collage. <laughs> And put it, sell it. <laughs> you should do that. You could make art out of that. That's oh, really yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's really cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I love that. Cool. I think that is cool. very cool. That is a very cool It's a very cool thing to do. Um, no, but I don't know. It's cool. I think it is very cool. Yeah. 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 Here I, Etsy. Here should, we I see, come. should we see where you are on the, uh, on the Hogwarts? Jesus. I know it's going to be, I already know it's up above. The thing is, if I'm tagging it, they're going to go to my thing and go, fail safe Gryffindor, and they'll be like, oh, she's so delusional. <laughs> Ooh. Oh no no what is it no no, 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 no. you're not gonna like no, it. It's no no it's Hufflepuff. I told you I told you it's, it's Hufflepuff shirt. just and then Ravenclaw second and then Gryffindor so Hufflepuff's got twenty votes Ravenclaw nineteen Gryffindor nine and Slytherin three. Wait can I vote? Yeah of course you can. Those fucking three Good. people man. It's welcome welcome to all all the way. <laughs> Oh, you're so you're so close though. Like Hufflepuff, literally just by one. So it could change. Do you know change. what? But people, yeah, that's what, and that's going on. But I knew it. I knew it. I knew it from the second. Yeah, well, it might change by the end of the episode. I just thought it would be good to. I really like this game. This is <laughs> it is fun. It's one of my favourites. Um, uh, so we've got a portion of the podcast that we like to call "Thank You Letters," um, and in this moment, 
we like to ask you to express a little bit of gratitude for a person, a place, or a thing, or one of all three, or two, or mm. whatever you want, but something for which you are grateful. Mm. Yeah, without... So I keep yammering on about her, but I am very grateful for my uh, girlfriend. She's very, uh, she's very um, understanding and very good at sort of what I feel particularly grateful for in her is that she she's like she loves me very proactively. Oh, that's so fucking lovely. That makes me want to cry. <laughs> Jesus. No, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's like a she'll have gone away and thought about stuff that we've spoken about and then kind of it. It, it's like it's kind of like two stages on after we've had conversations which is which is very special it makes me feel very um did you guys meet at oxford university uh we didn't we met through friends at oxford from university. There, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. just just drop it in again yeah, yeah sure yeah. uh no yeah we met um through a friend that i played tennis with um Really, really class-based stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, there are a few other people I'd like to be yeah, grateful yeah. for. Who would you? Who, okay. So you've got your girlfriend. Yeah, my I'm I'm grateful to my mum, mm-hmm. who uh, is yeah deeply deeply caring and supportive. Um, my brother is great. My best friend Ross is great. Mm-hmm. I've got lots of really really special friends. My dad is my dad is great. I admire a lot of qualities in my dad. Love this. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, that's really, that's, that's made my day, that has. Um, and you are on tour at the moment, or Big you're time. going on tour? Big, Big time. time. Big time, Big time, Yeah, I've just done, I've, you know what that I find insane? It's selling so well in the south of London, and for some reason, mm. for some reason further north, it just isn't selling North London? Well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why that's, not? That's where, that's where I am. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, um, I'll come. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, come to the north because of all the southern ones. Are, you know. And we're talking about London, not north. No, no, no. England. We're talking about the north, like Sheffield, Manchester. Yeah, Leeds. Uh, struggling. Leicester. We had to pull. Isn't there only five tickets sold? No, that's ins- that's. In- but you know what? I've been to Leicester and. <laughs> Take it's it fine. or leave it. Fuck Leicester. You know what? I'm going to say it on the... Fuck Leicester. <laughs> I'm willing to go on the record. I, mean? I will go on the record. I will never play Leicester again. <laughs> Fuck Leicester. Fuck well, Honestly, I'll just tour Leicester. London. That's that's maybe what I'll do for my next tour. Just yeah, do a tour yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to put all of that below. And... Um, my uh, my producer Felipe, who is also the person who takes care of my entire podcasting life, has... Um, we're really sorry, Tom Lucy, that we, that we took... Oh, yeah, sorry. I just, that, sorry. There are two apologies I'd like to make. Firstly, to Tom Lucy, who sorry, is Tom an Lucy. excellent comedian. We love him so a lovely, much. a lovely man. He has got half gold, Tom Lucy. He's I love, I love him too much. Mm, he's great. And also, Felipe, I would like to apologise about the outfit, because I, 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 I took the piss out of your outfit earlier. <laughs> And then, like and then, and then when the I did it, property. and then when I did it, like your little face, you looked a little bit hurt, and I didn't oh, want to no, do that. It made me feel a bit sad no, inside no, for you. I didn't want it, so I take it back. I actually really like the shirt and the shorts. I'm not sure about the boots, but but respectfully. One of my best ever outfits came from a lost property box. I sort of look like I'm dressed from a lost property box today. But that's North London chic, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I bought these I run, slightly I run baggier these jeans. <laughs> No, I mean that's that's North London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going like, to East London after this. I've got an outfit for everything. Yeah, just yeah. slightly baggier jeans as you go further exactly. east. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Slightly, slightly more pretending I didn't go to private school. The further east I go, it's an ongoing battle for all of us. 
It's it's an epidemic. Well, seven percent of us. Please yeah. send money to. I'm sorry, I'm posh. I look like one of the bad guys, but I'm actually one of the good ones. I'm oh. actually really one of the good ones, and you assume I'm bad. Oh, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it's just, I yeah. just hate myself. Oh, God, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We'll get each other through this. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. That was really, uh, yeah, that was quite emotional at points. Oh. That, was, that, was, that was nice. Yeah. It was good. I cried. Yeah. I mean, I can cry on yeah, cue, you but cry I actually... So you don't know what I'm doing. But... Can we Can we just... So just oh, finish, yeah, should we, should we what finish? Your, what your stats are. Let's have a look. I'm putting it in a Hufflepuff because of the shirt I'm wearing right now. It's too friendly. Oh, I mean, you're, you're, yeah, sorry yeah. to say. You're like... You're like you can't claw it back now. Yeah. You're like 116 votes for Hufflepuff, 64 yeah. for Gryffindor, 84 for Ravenclaw, and 29 for Slytherin. God, your your followers are crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're mental, mental <laughs> they, people. Mental. Felipe's about to vote. I, I voted. Oh, did you vote for Gryffindor? You can't. <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> you twat. Um, okay, so we're rounding. We're, we're finishing on Hufflepuff. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. A Do you know what? Puff, no. I've got the heart of a Gryffindor, but the soul of a Hufflepuff. Actually, I've got the shirt. I've got the attire of a Hufflepuff. The the chiseled jaw of a Ravenclaw, I know. And the, the dexterity of a Slytherin. Nice. Yeah. That's what. That's really good. They're that's famously dexterous. All, uh, yeah, I can yeah. see. I can imagine that. Yeah. Good at piano. Right. Okay. Let's stop it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. If you or anyone you know is struggling or needs help with the issues discussed on Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends, please visit the podcast bio where you will find contact numbers with people readily available to give support. Please get in touch with your stories at either contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lang underscore UK. To have your story or your thank you letter read on the podcast, please put survivor story or thank you letter either at the top or in the subject line. We really want to hear from you. We don't care if it's a catastrophe story or a small win from your week. Your favourite place, person or thing, we are here for all of it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and I'll talk to you soon.